and welcome to another episode of The Good Night Show. It is Wednesday, June 17th, around 12 a.m. Rochelle, Illinois time. I am your host. My name is Daniel Van Kirk, and I am glad that you are here. Let's uh, start off the show in the best way, because I, uh, I I need this man to make it happen. Let's welcome my producer, Mr. Noah, Noah Eberhardt. Noah, welcome to the show, buddy. Good night, Dan. Good night to you, buddy. Um, everything good in your world? Things are good in my world. You know, I'm just keeping on, f- keeping on. You take any photos lately? Uh, not not yet. Haven't gotten back out there yet. Okay. Um, so pending, you know, circumstances in the world, I'd like to I'd like to do that again soon. Well, you're good at it, so I'd like for you to do it again soon too. Uh, This episode is a Wednesday episode, which means that we kind of rotate what we do. Today, we have an interview with the great Kyle Ayers. You might know him from his podcast, uh, Never Seen It, as well as about four other things that he is doing. He is active and great, which is kind of what you want from somebody who's great. You want them to be active. But we do a lot of other type of shows, too. We do things like on Fridays, we have Positive Push Fridays, where we read your emails, your texts, hear your voicemails about the things in your life that are making you happy. Not so much a recommendation, though, because we do that on Thursdays. So if you've got a something you're watching or something you're being entertained by, um, make sure you send us your stuff for for recommendations on, on stuff to be entertained by. But on Fridays, maybe you got a new job. Maybe your uh, son or daughter graduated. Maybe your um, mom ran her own personal 5K, whatever it might be, you can send us that. And the way you can send us that stuff is by calling 609-955. You'll be able to leave a voicemail there or text us. Again, that's 609-955-609-644-4855 or email me at thegoodnightpod at gmail.com. And in addition to recommendations and positive stories, you can also just let us know how you're doing and even send me a sex or relationship advice question because we do those types of episodes too. All right. So as I mentioned, we have Kyle Ayers on this week's uh, ep- this week's show. I can't even speak. Um, this edition of The Good Night Show. We do that usually on the first and third Wednesdays of every month. So I'm happy to get to talk to him. You know, you know, Kyle, right? I love Kyle. Absolutely. All right, great. So uh, I recorded this interview just a little bit earlier. Let's go to it right now. All right. So here I am now joined by a man that I love. I think that he is a great comic. I think that, you know what, even more so to me as a person who's constantly, you know what I should do? He's a doer. Uh, He makes things happen and he backs them up by being very fucking good at it as well as being very funny. And we've had some good dimly lit bar heart to hearts in my life. And so I was honored to be able to have a, another conversation with him here on the Good Night Show. Please welcome to the show, Kyle Ayers. Kyle, hello, my man. We did it. I know, dude. Hello. We're here. We're here. And <laughs> Thanks for happening. having me. Yeah, uh, yeah. You're staying busy, dude. I think a lot, you know, I'm finding ways to distract myself, I guess, in a positive way. I feel like I have to be what I'm, I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to stay busy. Otherwise, I go absolutely crazy. I've done your your, your daily show. You do it every day, right? Monday through Friday? Uh, I kind of have given up. Honestly, I have my computer is not good enough to do that. So Why? it what do you sort mean? of failed me. It's just an old laptop and uh, streaming over and over again on it. It starts to like uh, bog down and not work. So I, I've switched around to twice a week total streaming, I guess. Okay. 
and and tell everybody what that is. Uh, Tuesday nights, I do a thing called Too Many Ideas, where I basically just stream a bunch of games. What I tried to do with with comedians and guests, what I tried to do is like make a show that takes advantage of streaming instead of just doing a thing and then streaming it mm-hmm. while it's happening. I tried to like hone it to be best for streaming. So it's sort of like visual games, computer, like games utilizing the technology instead of just being having to stream something because that's what we have to do now. I right. tried to think about what, how do we use this? What is the benefits of this instead of is this the backup plan? Yeah, if this were the number one choice, what would be the best thing to do? Right. I, I just always want to be like, what is best for what this is? Not um, like if you're doing a podcast, we do a podcast. You want it to, to put it out as an audio thing. If it's the video, the visual, I guess. And it's also interactive. So it is best suited to be live and video streaming. Sure. So it's fun to rewatch and that's good. Uh, but it's best if you're there interacting with everyone, too. And are you still doing Boast Rattle like Every other Saturday, every Saturday, we 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 were doing it every Saturday, and we just took a a, a week off. But yeah, yeah I've been sure. streaming Boast Rattle. It's like a comedic compliment contest, and we've been doing that on Saturdays. And that that does a really good job with streaming as well because it's so goofily joke based. I guess you know what I mean. It's structured to yeah. still yeah. work well that and way, and it's like structured for each person to have their turn, so it doesn't yes. ever become like an avalanche of too many people talking at once. I found that with these streaming shows, streaming stand-up shows are okay for what they are, mm-hmm. but it's difficult because it's one person doing all of the lifting and not always anyone reacting. Right. Uh, but Boast Rattle's nice because you have four or five people there at a time still sort of alternating and reacting to each other. Yeah. No, I totally get you. Um, but I like I like, I like funny compliments. I think it's a good time. <laughs> I think it's great. So tell everybody who uh, is a member uh, of my listenership that, that listens to the to the good night show just a little bit like where did you you're from outside of kansas city i grew up outside kansas city in missouri uh in a place called lake tapawingo it's like a you know a little town yeah in a How suburb people at lake tapawingo is 800 i think wow um, but it's connected to it, larger communities it like touches some suburbs of like forty thousand. you know gotcha. what i mean that's like where i would go to high school right uh lake tapawingo didn't have a fire department it was it was that sort of small and i am, am i crazy to assume that there is a lake there is a lake is it a nice uh, lake it, it's okay it's small a couple hundred acres i was the boat police officer for a while wait when I was hold 15. on <laughs> when you were 15 you were the boat police yeah. officer i i was a cop when i was 15 and i was one of the few cops who rode his bike to work because he didn't have a driver's how license did you yet. become a cop no one wanted to do it. It was just it, Lake Tapwingo has a newspaper. It's printed on computer paper. Shut it up. comes out too often. I think it's like once a week still. Shut and up. And it's only lake news, which is bizarre to think that there's a week's worth is of there news a there horse, every week. Is there a ho- horsepower limit on the lake? Uh, it depends. And I mean, it's also, you know, you can grease some palms and get a fast boat out there. And <laughs> it's so what, no what kind of, were you, no jet skis are allowed. No individual no, watercraft is allowed. You could have a speedboat and like uh, enough horsepower, you know, uh, to be towing people and ski water skiing and wakeboarding and stuff like that. Is it a, but are houses on the lake or is it all, uh, there's waterfront houses. There's, but there's about three tiers, I guess, of houses. Okay. Um. It, it, when when I was growing up, there were a lot less than there are now. Uh, houses were further apart, but you know, people found wanting to live by a lake t- a half hour from Kansas City to be desirable eventually. I would, yeah, I would, that makes sense. That checks out with me. So wait, were you writing citations? 
Uh, I did give out a ticket. I was one very, ever. I gave out one ticket. Yeah, I would ride around in a fishing boat with my Lake Patrol hat on. Do you still have the hat? I do still have the hat at my parents' house. Yes. Um, and and I gave out a ticket to my vice principal at the time for having his toe flag too low while wakeboarding. <laughs> oh shit, dude! Uh, yeah, then he died. He had a heart attack and he died. But you know, when you gave it to him, not yeah, it was a four dollar <laughs> ticket. So <laughs> it really did he say anything now. to you? Like was he like Kyle? This is bullshit. He thought it was stupid. It was stupid. I told him there's a new sheriff in town. I sprayed him with water from my fishing boat as I tried to speed away. So you did and it as a bit, almost? I mean, the flag was too low. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. Well, why would I enforce these insane policies? Some One, one time... Some kids drove a pontoon boat up onto land. Whoa! And they were just so drunk, they just drove it up a ramp. Do you know what I mean? Like and where you, you didn't cite them at in. all. Well, they they rightfully had a good point that land is no longer my jurisdiction. So that's, that's funny. <laughs> when drunk logic is right, it's hard to fight. Yeah. And I didn't feel like, you know, I didn't want to give people tickets for having, you got to pay to have your boat up to date. You know what I mean? I didn't want to give the equivalent of a parking ticket to anybody. Was it your own boat? No, no. So this the state a, issued you a boat? This is a Lake Tepwingo taxpayer-funded 25-year-old fishing boat with a terrible motor. And to show, I mean, this gets into smoke. two current of events simultaneously, but the boat was so old. Meanwhile, the three police officers in Lake Tepwingo all had brand new Dodge Chargers right. that they got replaced three years into having them. The speed limit in Lake Tepwingo is 20. Wow. And they had a 375 horsepower car. <laughs> that, yeah, needed. But man, the sure. boat, the boat, the boat couldn't go. It, I spent most of my days trying to call in to radio stations to play Joe Walsh songs. That's about <laughs> how I spent an entire summer. <laughs> Did you have to like take a course and go through uh, a training? Well, I went to a meeting. No, no, there was no. Oh, absolutely you went to not. a meeting. Did you I get went to have a, a meeting. Gun? They debated giving me a gun. They debated, they debated it. it. That's the they most Missouri the shit. They had the gun that would be there for me. And then one of them said, it's not a good boat weapon. Well, so not they give don't you a give a kid a gun. Do you no, talk about this in nice your stand-up? I, I've told the story a few times about it. Um, Dude, this is a 20-minute bit I, in my world. I tried to get on, uh, this is not happening, but they said nothing happened in the story. So we didn't quite. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what's happening. And I can't keep saying the name of your show in our conversation. Right. Um, yeah. And so they gave me a nightstick. And well, that's I hate, not it's a like, water well, weapon even either. Worse. Am I getting boarded? Like, what is happening? Right. And I, I kind of did nothing. I mostly ate food and slept. And uh, well, Yeah. Know. What were your hours? Let's just tend dusk. Ten but I would dusk. like okay. go out at ten and go around once, and then go back to my house. You know, I just park the boat at my dock and walk up to my house. Yeah, because you so just, then I would just you were more like, on call. Right, exactly. I would do like a lap every two hours, and then have a radio with me. And I'm going to be glad if you say no, but you never had like any drownings or like no or no. I mean, and that would have. No, nothing like that. Really, nothing bad ever happened. Everyone Look, just kind of keeps themselves. I know that we shouldn't probably put this out to like the public, but I also know that most people are lazy. Why don't we write a movie about this 15-year-old kid who gets a job as the cop, and then that ends up being the lake where like these 
like the mafia is like running drugs or like the cartel is running. I kind of wrote a TV show based on, on on this similar idea, but it's like a 30 year old who has to move back home and get a job so I could play him. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And then he ends up getting the boat cop job and get kind of Ozarking in over his head. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I'm not here to shift the current public opinion about police officers back to their funny. And um, <laughs> that's another reason why it should be a kid. And I would make the kid work for the DNR. They're not a cop. They're the Department of Natural Resources. But they, yeah, I mean, hey, that this is this literally what would happen to the job if uh, police funding was allocated how it probably should be in communities. Because in Wisconsin, be a recreation employee. Yeah, because in Wisconsin, it is the DNR. Like the person who patrols the lake is a is a Department of Natural Resources officer. Right. They, I mean, my cousin is an outdoorsman in Iowa, and he basically does the same job. Where you're kind of just on patrol to make sure safety protocols followed in hunting and fishing situations, and that's what he works for. He doesn't work for a police department. Right. So wait, did you get, did you retire? Oh, uh, what is it? What do they call it? Uh, You're like, yeah. no, I got a driver's license. So I didn't care about being <laughs> on the lake anymore. I mean, I had to go to school. Like they don't have the lake cop once school, you know, it's a summertime. Do you thing. know who took over after you? Another person named Kyle. I mean, I don't know if that's Shut what they up. did on purpose. I'm not joking. How old? There's. 800 older than me yeah um like 20 but there's 800 people in lake tapawingo and just all of the boat officers apparently have to be named kyle <laughs> just to make it easier for everyone so they still have the same boat this is that's what i was gonna ask you now do you what do you know about the current lake official lake officer um, I, i'm not home too often so i don't see him very much the bit one of the bigger responsibilities is, is to lead the fourth of july parade Shut and up. it's all everyone in their dumb pontoons with flags dangling everywhere, going a lap around the lake. No throwing way. candy into the lake at each other. It's insane. Oh. They throw candy out and it's a water parade and none of it makes it on land. Like what, what do you, the, it's just, why do they throw it's fish insanity. food? Oh, I mean, because the people are floating in the lake and then sometimes my dad will make water balloons and throw it back at the people in their boats. It's a fun little, you know, little cat and mouse game, but I don't know what they still the same boat. Uh, and I think they have an old pontoon now too. But Kyle, you got knows? a show here, and it's yeah. Good. I mean, okay. I mean, it's it, yeah. It's a thing that I've wor- I've worked on it a bunch. It's a thing that that is floating around in my hard drive. Hey, just gonna jump in here to the interview really quick so that we can take a quick break. We'll be right back. Are you looking for a way to let everyone know that you're serious about social distancing, staying safe, and being smart, but you want to look good at the same time? Check out Real Day Design. They have a variety of shirt styles that look and feel great while also sending the message that you care about your health and you care about the people around you. Choose from a short sleeve or long sleeve tee, crew neck sweatshirt, or even a football jersey style t-shirt. Any option is perfect for looking good and feeling comfortable in your own home or on a walk. But letting people know you are part of the social distancing club doesn't just have to be worn. You can show everyone in your Zoom meeting where your priorities lie with a social distancing club coffee mug. So quarantine, but make it fashion by visiting Real Day Design online at bonfire.com slash store slash real hyphen day hyphen design hyphen co. Again, that's Real Day Design online. Just go to bonfire.com and search for Real Day Design. (laughs) 
So where'd you start doing comedy? Um, I did improv accidentally in college, mm-hmm. and I went to watch my friend audition for an improv troupe, and they she signed me up as a prank for the audition. And there's mm-hmm. only like 12 people in the room. Love a good life altering. This prank. is like 2006, right? Right. So comedy wasn't cool, right? Was, and then there was, I was too embarrassed anyway? to not. Right. I was too embarrassed to not audition. Really? So I just did. Yeah. So because there's 12 people there, yeah, you and just then, handed like, it. And so I just sort of went up and played like whose line games mm-hmm. and that was it. And then I liked it and I got on the team and, um, was this, where was this again? At university of Missouri in Columbia. Okay. And got on there, did that you did stand up once in college at an open mic. And a guy told me to kill myself cause I was so bad. So I didn't do it for more years. Oh well, God. You didn't listen to him. There's still time. And, then- and <laughs> <laughs> what do you do if he wins in the long run? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't give me a timetable. That's true. It was kind of an open-ended heckle. Um, oh, it was the host of the open mic. Where is that comic now? I mean, dead. Like, if we're if we're playing a numbers game based on the room, the first time I did stand-up, I wasn't 21, so I used a fake ID to get into the bar. So the first time I did comedy, I did comedy as Terrence David Edward Krause the third, and I made I wrote that that was the name on my fake, and I wrote the whole thing down on the open mic list instead oh, of just Davy or Terrence or whatever. <laughs> Will you ever make that the name of an album? No, because I know him. We're Facebook friends. Wait, he's a real it's guy. A, yeah, my sister met a guy at a bar who she thought looked like me, and she went real OG and said, Can I have your driver's license because my brother's not old enough to get into bar. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know. You know, now his name is out there, but we're still Facebook friends. He's doing good. He's got a family and stuff. Uh, where'd you go from there? Comedy-wise. Uh, I lived in Chicago for about 10 months after college. I don't know if we've ever even talked about was- that. I didn't well, know. Was, was, I was just wildly depressed. I lived in Lakeview. Uh-huh. It was. It, it was. I guess this 2010, 2011. Mm-hmm. We were there at the uh, same time, dude. Snowpocalypse thing in that January. Yeah, you know? I left three days after that. Oh yeah, yeah. That was right when I was there, and then I, I just was super depressed and wouldn't go do comedy. yet. go to like occasionally like a Jack Calhoun apartment open <laughs> mic or like something like that. Uh-huh. Um, but moved to New York on a whim for a potential sports writing job. Until the day I got there. Wait, wait, hold on. what happened I, the day you got there? You broke up. The the day I got there, the job that I for got canceled. Oh Jesus! Uh, and I'd never been to New York before, so I was just there. I didn't know what in New York was. Right. And I was just there with all my shit. You like living on a couch. Wow. And then so I had to learn how like the subway worked and what I didn't know what a borough was. I'd never I'd never been to New York. I'd never been that far away from my house. Before. You're like a Missouri version of Elf. <laughs> it was a lot like that. <laughs> uh, it was a lot like that, except I'm still looking for my dad. Good. Me too. I mean, I, I'm looking for a dad. I don't need the one that left. <laughs> so uh, how long were you in New York? I guess seven years, maybe. Okay, so it stuck, and then you came here. Yeah. And I don't even remember how we became buddies, but it happened. Yeah, maybe, I'm not sure. Uh, maybe like Moon Tower or something? So, yeah, it's always that sort of thing. How, yeah, you kind of, I was kind of out doing these festivals that were mostly Los Angeles comedians, Sketchfest and Moon Tower and stuff, and met a lot right before I moved here. Yeah. Did you, okay, so, and then now you have like, 
some projects that are keeping you very busy. They're great. We mentioned Boast Rattle, but then you also, mm-hmm. you're still doing Never Seen It, right? We're still doing Never Seen It. Comedians rewrite famous movies they've never seen and we read their scripts. It's you know what made dumb. me it's the most fun. mad about doing your show? Is I think I wrote five pages on what I thought Hoosiers was about. Yeah. And I thought, why don't I just write five pages of my own stuff every day? Because <laughs> when you get into writing and it's very fun. Right. And um, I, I just don't I did, make myself yeah. to do it because I don't have to. But then when I was like, all right, I got to do Kyle's show. So I need to write this. And I'm like, well, yeah. you should just do this on your own, dude. I mean, it's so fu- like once it's for me, it's the difficult part of any writing process is actually doing it uh-huh. instead of just tinkering. around. Like I did black. I did Black Mirror for my show because I've never seen Black Mirror and the whole plot of mine. What I think Black Mirror is, is this guy's phone won't stop fucking his wife. And, <laughs> That's great. And then peop- once we did it, I wrote it and I had fun and it ended up being like 11 pages. And I was like, hey, it's 11 pages. I wrote this in 25 minutes when I got going. Yeah. And it's for nothing. I love the show. I mean, people love it too. It's got a great following. The way you incorporate your dad into it and hearing people's thoughts on movies, especially movies that really exist, as most of them do, like they exist enough in pop culture that you feel like you have an idea of what's it what it's about. Yeah, I mean, we just had Josh Gondelman do Animal House, and normally we don't do a ton of comedies, but he he's never seen Animal House, and this is a comedian from Boston. You know what I mean? And he's never seen Animal House. And he writes what it is, and he kind of nails it. And then we just sort of talk about the aging of comedy and, like, how – where these exist and where you pick up all these details about – I mean, I've never seen The Godfather, but I could tell you 25 minutes of it. When do you think you'll you watch know. it? I don't know, man. I got to – right now I'm just watching Sherlock, so <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> I have so many movies. I'm, we're, like, starting a list here at the Good, at the good Night Show of, like, movies yeah. I haven't seen to like start checking off the list and there's some big ones on there i mean sound of music um when harry met sally i'm with you on both of those really i mean i can get in it's like godfather godfather 2 gone with the wind sound i haven't music. seen gone with the wind either um casablanca i, haven't seen I that just either. saw back to the future last year for the first time what did you I haven't think seen two or three it was great i was like this is the perfect script for a movie that's ever been made yeah it's wonderful um, two is great too back the thing about back to the future is like it's crazy to see the leaps and bounds white people will go to somehow steal black music and still get credited for it. <laughs> it's true. Because you traveled through time mm-hmm. <laughs> to steal that fucking that Chuck Berry light, dude. To steal it. No wonder Chuck uh, Berry was, was pissed great. off. His I, whole I mean, life. that happens a lot. I just saw Die Hard for the first time. I. Uh, it, That's it, crazy. Yeah, that was one I got a lot of crap for. That's wild. Uh, well, I hope everybody checks out all, all of your stuff. Tell We're going to wrap it up, but tell everybody where they can follow you and when to find the stuff you're yeah, doing. It, it's just kind of never seen, or sorry, Kyle airs everywhere, and I'll post about the stuff that I got going on. Never seen it as a podcast wherever you get podcasts. And, um, you know, just K-Y-L-E-A-Y-E-R-S. Um, I think you're great, dude. You're one of those Thanks, people man. that I feel like I'm going, unless one of us gets smart and quits this whole thing, uh, I'm going to probably know you the rest of my life and either like yeah. work alongside you or hopefully at times more than once even work with you just because I, I think you do great stuff, dude. So thank you, man. I, I feel the same way about you. Keep going. You're great. Um, one more time. It's at Kyle Ayers. Yep. Awesome. Thanks, dude. I'll talk to you soon. And whenever you want me to come back on and goof around with you on anything, just let me know. Of course. Awesome. Thanks, brother. All right, that 
was my interview with Mr. Kyle Ayers. No, no, I don't know. I feel like we've talked about this recently because we wanted to get like a movie list going. But before mm-hmm. I wrap it up here, do you have like a movie, an iconic movie that you've never seen? Ooh, an iconic movie that I've never seen. Like you've seen Ghostbusters, right? <sighs> I've seen it. Um, I've, but I haven't seen it all the way through in a long time. So okay. I, I, you know, I, You've I don't seen know Caddyshack? I've seen Caddyshack. You've seen When Harry Met Sally? I don't think I've seen that all the way through. And mm. I still also haven't seen, uh, I, I did an episode of, um, Kyle's show once where I wrote, uh, a version of Uncle Buck because I hadn't seen that. So that's, that's add that to the list, dude. Add that to the list. Uh, Well, I'm glad I got to talk to Kyle, and I hope all of you enjoyed it. Tonight's episode of The Good Night Show was produced by Noah Eberhart. It was engineered and mixed by Brendan Lynch Solomon with production assistance from Ben Zyper and Lissa Rubin. The theme music was composed by Chad Bouchard, and the artwork was created by C.M. Dugan. Check out more of his work at cmdugan.com. If you enjoyed tonight's show, you can get more content at patreon.com slash thegoodnightshow. There you can sign up for The Good Night Show Weekend Edition, as well as exclusive weekly episodes of some of our favorite topics. Plus, you can get a super cut of this entire week's worth of shows as well as access to the entire back catalog of the hindsight podcast there are three patreon tiers available and the most comprehensive option is less than ten dollars a month the good night show is not part of any network so all proceeds go directly to the costs and people that keep this show on the air your support matters and is greatly appreciated one way to support is to rate review and subscribe on itunes and tell everyone you know about this little nightly show thank you again for listening i'm daniel van kirk and remember no man is a failure who has friends good night